0: Welcome to Cato Daily Podcast. Today is Monday, April 9th. This is your host, Anastasia Glova. Last Monday, the Supreme Court's close 5-4 ruling that the federal government had the authority to regulate greenhouse gases that may contribute to global warming was big news on the environmental front, followed closely by the release of the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change study this past Friday. Considerable changes in environmental regulation are likely afoot. Cato's Senior Fellow in Environmental Studies, Pat Michaels, offers his thoughts. You read the decision of the court in Massachusetts v. EPA, so what did you think?
1: The EPA initially claimed that it did not have the statutory authority to regulate carbon dioxide, the main global warming gas, and the court has held otherwise, that in fact it does. So what this means is we can look forward down the road to some emissions regulations on CO2 being issued by the Environmental Protection Agency.
0: So how do you expect EPA policy to change? You don't think they're going to try to reason their way out of regulating CO2?
1: EPA is going to have a very hard time reasoning its way out of regulation of CO2 because the majority decision holds this, quote, the harms associated with climate change are serious and well-recognized, end quote. The court has made a scientific statement there. It is, I think, quite debatable, but that is what the majority has held. So if EPA tries to claim that climate change is not sufficient, that we have to regulate carbon dioxide, somebody is just going to go to some court and say, the EPA's done the wrong thing here. The Supreme Court says, otherwise, you need to regulate.
0: Doesn't the EPA just have to provide rigorous reasoning, scientific reasoning, for why this is not a significant threat?
1: Unfortunately, the Supreme Court decision again says that the harms associated with climate change are serious and well recognized. How in the world is the EPA going to argue against that statement?
0: The court held that it will defer to the regulatory authority of the EPA and if the EPA sees fit to not regulate CO2 they just have to provide good scientific reasoning for it.
1: Yeah, the court holds that, quote, EPA can avoid promulgating regulations only if it determines that greenhouse gases do not contribute to climate change That's going to be very hard for them to do. Or if it provides some reasonable explanation as to why it cannot or will not exercise its discretion to determine whether they do. That's going to be very, very hard for them to do. So I think this decision is very close to compelling EPA to issuing regulations.
0: You've just admitted that it would be very hard for the EPA to argue that CO2 does not contribute to global warming. This decision will help curb that effect. So if you agree that CO2 contributes to global warming, why then do you view this decision as harmful?
1: Well, the decision basically defines carbon dioxide as a, quote, pollutant, something that is causing harm or has the suspicion of causing harm. Now, once you have done that, then any regulation that you create eventually has to have the goal of removing the harm. So how much are you going to limit carbon dioxide? And how many groups that are interested in massive limitation of carbon dioxide are now going to petition the courts based upon this decision, saying, well, maybe any climate change is harmful, so we'll have to reduce carbon dioxide emissions by 80%. This is a huge decision. Make no mistake about it. It could have as much effect on American life as Brown v. Board of Education or Roe v. Wade. It is huge.
0: Uh, In what way?
1: Well, energy gets into almost every aspect of our life, and that is largely fossil fuel-based energy. We really don't have much of an alternative for that. We can't run our cars on nuclear power. We might be able to produce some electricity on nuclear power. But because it is in every aspect of our life, the court has now interposed the legal system into every aspect of our energy life.
0: And basically you're saying that the floodgates are now open for further climate change litigation.
1: The decision clearly will give people cause to petition the courts for greenhouse gas limitations. The EPA is going to have a very hard time saying it can do nothing. And remember, the administration may change the party, may change in January of 2009, and that EPA is almost certainly going to issue regs.
0: The majority of support for the Cato Institute's work comes from individuals, and Cato depends solely on tax-deductible contributions to provide the public with a wealth of free resources, including this podcast. We hope you'll consider supporting or even joining Cato. For information, please go to www.cato.org.